Creations. I'm your host, Ryan Odman. Hey, so today I'm going to be sharing with you a speech that I did for a Toastmasters event last week, Saturday. At this Toastmasters event last week, I was able to share a little bit of my book that I'm working on for 2024, the year 2024, God willing. But in this book, I share about three pages, three pages of my rough draft of growing up in Jamaica as someone known to have severe autism. In these pages, you'll see my self-awareness, my self-awareness, but not having the ability to speak out words. So as you're listening to the speech, I really want you to think how people in your life that have autism, how maybe they may not be able to speak, they may not be able to verbalize their words, but they still have the ability to think. Whether you realize it or not, they still have the ability to think. So in the speech, as I'm talking this World Culture Awareness Toastmasters event, I want you to please listen closely to the three pages that I share. You are now watching Whole Creations. Our seventh speaker is Ryan Odman in his country, Jamaica. Ryan, please. Thank you so much, Miss Connie. Hello, fellow Toastmasters and honored guests. I really want to talk to you, not just about Jamaica, but my own experience of growing up in Jamaica. From what we've taken away from this meeting so far is that everyone has a story. Each person has a story from whatever culture, any place that you're from, any country, any town, each person has a story. You have a story, whether you realize it or not. So today I wanna to share with you in the short time that I have my story of growing up in Jamaica. So many of you know, I was diagnosed with autism, but many of you may not have known this about me being diagnosed with autism at two years old. The diagnosis took place in an office in Jamaica where they, are, they have been known to diagnose people with autism. And the doctors gave my parents no hope that I would be able to live a life of success. They actually told my parents that I was going to be living in an institution by the age of 20. And so, but here I am today about to share with you a book that I'm writing. I'm in the works of writing my own autobiography that I'm praying and hoping that will come out by 2024. And so today I'm going to share with you three pages that I've written so far, rough draft style. So there may be a little bit of grammatical errors in there. So forgive me ahead of time. And as I'm sharing with you my autobiography, I really want you to listen and just take into account of somebody that can still remember almost everything of being someone with autism and not being able to talk. I'm going to be, I'm going to be sharing with you what I can still remember, but I was not able to verbalize it to my family because I wasn't able to talk until I was five years old. So... This part of the story takes place when I'm three years old, and the chapter is called, What Are You Talking About? I remember growing up in Kingston, Jamaica. 
in a beautiful, luscious neighborhood. There were green trees, gray cemented areas, roads that made your feet sore to walk on, green grass. I remember the gray painted walls surrounding the townhouse complex that I lived in. I still remember the cloudy days in Kingston, Jamaica. Even though I was known as a kid that was severely autistic, I was very much aware of my surroundings. There's a misconception out there that people with autism do not have self-awareness, but I beg to differ as I'm writing my story and I've talked to other people growing up with autism. Though I was not able to talk, I could still remember having conversations with my family, but my family was not able to understand. Looking back, I personally thought they could understand, but it turns out it was just my imagination. It was my mom, my dad, my sister, and I living in a townhouse. I could still remember my mom's 1996 black Honda Accord. And I can still remember my dad's 1991 silver Honda Accord as well. I still remember seeing my dad's car parked in one space and my mom's car parked on, another, on the other side. In my mind, where they parked mattered to me because it mattered in such a way because Think about it in your own life. If somebody is putting something that means a lot to you and it's in a place that you remember it being, if it's moved into a different place, that may make you feel uncomfortable. So as I keep reading this, hear me out. When I saw my mom's car parked on my dad's side where he usually parks and my mom's car parked and my dad's car parked on my mom's side, it didn't look right to me. It felt uncomfortable. And I felt really upset when I saw their cars parked on the sides where they don't usually park in. Maybe in your life where people may misplace something that means a lot to you, it may make you feel upset. I remember in Jamaica that I had a rough time with seeing flies and hearing these, fly, these flies buzz around my ear. It's nothing unusual about these flies. I just remember hearing how loud and near these flies were to, toward my ear. I hated the sound of the flies because I, I felt so uncomfortable with hearing these flies buzzing around my ear. Yuck, I thought to myself. I feared that one would get inside my ear. I remember running to my mom crying because I thought a fly did get inside my ear once. I buried my face inside her lap because I was so scared. I could feel the sense of security as I buried my head in my mom's lap. A mother's love is amazing, but what was really equally amazing for me I remember when my sister and I took visits to my grandmother's apartment 
called Worthington Towers in Jamaica to be continued until 2025. Bell Toastmasters on our guests, be on the lookout. Have a great day. Thank you for all your stories so far. And thank you, Ryan. Wow, I'll be looking forward to more about your book.